This year, the Home Depot is improving how we do the holidays, starting with our holiday gift center. Find great gifts for any doer and the best prices of the year just for you. Like the top-rated Ryobi OnePlus drill kit and the Dewalt Atomic drill kit. Get easy in-store pickup or even easier home delivery. The Holiday Gift Center, in-store and online. And Black Friday prices now through December. Gift giving improved from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only, Waspa's last C-Store for details. Welcome to She's Old Talk, a podcast about navigating your 20s and all that comes with it. Hosted by a girl who talks a lot. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of She's Old Talk. Um, I missed last week's episode, sorry about that. I feel like it's been ages since I spoke to um, to you guys because I wasn't on last week, obviously, but... Basically what happened was I had planned to come home early, like early in the afternoon and record the episode, everything like that, get it up and have plenty of time to to do some housework, stuff like that. But then right as I was about to drive the two hours to where I live, um, my car basically crapped itself and the check engine light started flashing and my car started violently shaking while I was driving. Um, so that was really scary because then I had to drive half an hour back to my family's house and basically just pray that my car wouldn't break down um, before I swapped it with my dad's car. And then I used that um, to come back down to where I live. So that was that was quite hectic. And by the time I actually got home, it was like 9 p.m. And I was like, there's no way I'm recording an episode now. I am totally going to bed. So that's kind of the reason why I didn't have an episode last week, which maybe just proves that I should be more organized and record earlier in the week instead of the day that I'm releasing the episode. But life kind of gets in the way most times. So yeah, so that's kind of my little explainer of why I was MIA last week. But yeah, last week and this week have have been good, I guess. Work this week. I don't know. I was kind of in like a weird headspace this week where I just needed a break. Like Thursday, it just felt like one of those days where nothing was coming together. Like no one was returning my calls. No one was getting back to me, that sort of thing. So it was just a really deflating day. But then I had Friday off work um, because I had some overtime built up. And it was a really, really lovely day. My boyfriend came down to visit me and we went and explored um, down south and we went to a winery to have a nice lunch and celebrate the fact that he's finished his first semester of his master's, which was really exciting. And yeah, last weekend, um, I guess I'll talk about that too, because I didn't talk about it last weekend like I was supposed to um but I had a housewarming and it was such a wholesome experience like I hung out with some really lovely ladies that I hadn't seen in ages or hadn't met before and it was such a good time um so yeah life life has been pretty good and my car is officially fixed um which is very nice it was a big issue there was lots of things wrong with it but it's done now so it's okay and I'm recording an episode today which is all that really matters (laughs) Um, 
thing that I'm loving is actually a YouTuber who I've been loving recently. Her name is Naina Florence and she lives in London. I've been subscribed to her for quite a while, actually, a couple of years um, maybe, but I've just, yeah, really gotten into her videos recently. Um, she's so well-spoken and she doesn't kind of shy away from talking about important causes like Black Lives Matter. But also she just has a really lovely voice and I feel like our values align a lot. So I'd really recommend you check her out. Um, she's vegan. She's a cute English accent. She's really into sustainability and eco-friendly fashion. And yeah, I just love her editing style as well. So I recommend checking her out on YouTube if you're looking for someone new to listen to. So let's just dive into today's episode topic um, this is a bit of a juicy one, I guess. So kind of the last two weeks, I would say, especially I've basically come onto Twitter every single day, I would say, and seen pretty much a new celebrity or influencer or something kind of been exposed as a bad guy pretty much. And I guess I thought it would be really topical and important to take today's episode to talk about celebrity culture in general and kind of the abuse of power dynamics that have been exposed recently and a little bit about cancel culture in general, I guess. You could kind of do a whole episode on cancel culture and dive into that, but that would go for way too long if I speak about it too much today. So maybe I'll save more of that for another episode. Um but personally, I grew up as someone who was super involved in celebrity culture. Like I was a huge Justin Bieber fan in probably year five in primary school, like before he was big in Australia, that sort of thing, when he had like the proper Bieber fever hair and everything. Um, yeah, I was a huge fan of him. And then like everyone was like, oh, it's not cool to be a Justin Bieber fan. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then I became a huge One Direction fan in the early days as well. And yeah, I guess through the years I got super into TV shows and like book fandoms and stuff like that, kind of all throughout high school, I'd say, until I kind of grew out of it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'd say I've always been involved with that type of obsessive fan culture right through until uni, I guess, until I kind of took a step back and being on Twitter and even Instagram in the early days um, was a big facilitator in that like I had the whole boy band thing but then I also loved like Teen Wolf which is a great tv show even though the special effects were so crap in like the beginning if you rewatch it I was obsessed with Teen Wolf I was obsessed with the Maze Runner the model instruments for a while I had an Instagram for them so yeah I kind of did the rounds on basically like everything that I loved um reading or watching or listening to like I didn't half-ass it I was like a big super fan um, of everything and I'd get like the Twitter account and the Instagram account but yeah um I would like try to go to the airport to try and meet someone or see them after a concert or something if they were in my city so I have a really good understanding of the experience of a fan who basically worships the ground that someone work walks on especially if it's like an older guy in a boy band or something like I completely understand that teenage girl being obsessed and thinking that you're in love kind of dynamic in that relationship. Um, but yeah, when you're young, especially as a teenage girl, you kind of get so engrossed into this world, I guess, and you idolize these people and you'd basically do anything for them, I'd say, because I mean, I guess it's maybe because you think you love them or I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I think I'd say it's because you think that you love them, but also like you do really enjoy their music, that sort of thing. 
or their their TV show. So you feel like you have a special connection with them, even if you've never met them. But then if you have met them, like you feel that connection even more. Um, it's kind of a warped reality when you look back on it from like an older retrospective outlook. But like knowing some of the things I know now, I'm kind of like, why was I so obsessed with this band? But I completely understand my infatuation with those people, such as like Five Seconds of Summer or something um, at the time. And I mean, those shows and those bands and those people and everything, um, like you become a part of a community too and you meet some like like-minded people and foster some good friendships. And like I'm still friends with probably most of the people from my One Direction and Five Source Twitter days. I'm like, all the ones in Perth, like I still talk to them now. So that's probably the most amazing thing to kind of come out of my stand Twitter days. But yeah, that's just kind of a background into my relationship with celebrity culture. Like I completely understand the position of a young girl being obsessed um, with someone famous and the kind of vulnerable position that you're in where like you would basically do anything for them because you think they would never – talk to you they would never show interest in you that sort of thing because like you're just a fan you know but at the end of the day you're dreaming that like you'll be the person that they pull up on stage or that they somehow fall in love with that sort of thing like it's kind of crazy but in like your young teenage brain like that's how it works but yeah so I guess the first thing I wanted to talk about in regards to celebrity culture is that you can like someone and also also call them out for the things they do that are wrong to to a degree. Like if your favorite celeb doesn't spread awareness about the injustice going on right now, like call them out. Um, don't be afraid to hold people accountable just because they're famous because that's how celebrities kind of end up thinking that they're above the rules. And I feel like it's almost more important to hold people accountable and call people out if they're famous because they have such a big platform so they have the resources to make such a difference like literally sharing an Instagram post may not seem much when we do it but when a famous person does it and they have millions or hundreds of thousands of followers like they can make such a difference if they share like a black owned business the amount of people that could possibly go and support that business is actually phenomenal so I think that's something to think about when you say oh like it's their choice whether or not they want to share something on like it's just a post on Instagram that sort of thing because when you have a platform that large like it's not just a post you're reaching so many people so it's really important to hold those people to account and kind of make them use their platform for good and to use their voice because they'd be nothing without their platform that sort of thing so they need to kind of follow what their platform wants from them um yeah, I feel like I don't follow that many celebrities or influencers or whatever now because their lives are just so unrealistic and unauthentic online. And I guess like they don't have to be authentic. Like it's not like they can kind of post whatever they want um, of their daily life, that sort of thing. Like it's they don't have to be real. But I guess like that's what I like to see. Um, so the ones that I do follow – like a people I can relate to more. Like if I watch a YouTuber and I really enjoy their videos because I feel like I can kind of relate to their life and then suddenly they get like super rich and they're like, ooh, bought a new house, ooh, bought a new car, well, look at all my expensive stuff, let's do a haul every single video. I'm more likely to unsubscribe because I'm like, I don't feel like I can relate to you anymore. That sort of thing. 
So I guess I'd recommend if you find celebrity culture to in your face or find that it makes you think less of yourself or you're comparing yourself to Instagram models and stuff more often, just unfollow them. And honestly, you'll thank yourself for it because that's something I did. Like I found myself comparing myself personally a lot to kind of the Instagram influencers and models on Instagram. And I was like, well, I don't need to see like following them shouldn't affect my life. So I just unfollowed a lot of them and only follow people that kind of make me feel okay about myself, I guess, or like I won't find myself comparing myself to them because it's so stupid. Like I really shouldn't. Um, They're just living their lives. And also everything on Instagram is so fucking fake. Let's be real. Like it's all angles and lighting and the way you pose and nothing is real on that app. So like if you don't feel comfortable when you follow someone and you look at them and you're like, wow, why don't I look like that? Like maybe you should just unfollow them because honestly it makes you feel a lot better about yourself. So I recommend that. (laughs) But yeah, the main thing I wanted to get into and dive into the meaty bit of today's episode is kind of about the abuse of power scenarios, I guess you could call them, that have come to light recently And honestly, at this point, it's kind of feels like you just have to throw away all male celebrities and start fresh because Jesus Christ, let's go. So for those who aren't aware or I guess aren't as active on social media like Twitter, um, there's been some sexual assault allegations come out recently against actor Ansel Elgort. And it's also disappointing. Like, honestly, I loved The Fault in Our Stars when I was younger And I really enjoyed him um, watching him in Baby Driver and I thought that was a a great, great movie. But now it's time to unfollow, which is a real shame. The allegations first came out from one girl who said she was only just 14 while Ansel was in his 20s, mind you, Um, which is just weird in the first place because I'm in my early 20s right now. I'm 21. And honestly, I could never think about a 17-year-old in that kind of way because I'm an adult and they are a child. Like, hello, question mark, what is going on? Like, I just cannot comprehend how someone in their 20s can be attracted to someone who's literally like 17. Like, are you okay? Seriously. Like, honestly, like my sister, my little sister's 19. And like, if one of my friends, like, ew if she was 17 and one of my friends wanted to date her like that's fucking disgusting like that's so weird and even though like the age of consent is like 16 or something in most places like that is to protect 16 year olds with other 16 year olds not like 21 year olds and a 16 year old or 17 year old like oh it makes me so angry and I feel like I'm talking a million miles an hour now because I'm fired up this if you listen to Mamma Mia out loud they talk about the concept of puffer fishing which is kind of like when you puff up and you start to get really heated and and talk really fast like a puffer fish where you go and like go really big um, about certain topics. Well, this is me puffer fishing right now. So let's try rein it in a little bit. Um, but yeah, basically this girl was messaging, she messaged Ansel and he told her to talk to him on his private Snapchat, that sort of thing. And she was a fan and she was super young and she didn't think he'd actually talk to her and notice her, that sort of thing, because, like, she's a young fan, you know. You never think that these celebrities will actually notice you. Um, But instead he essentially, like, was predatory towards her and was like, yeah, like, let's, let's talk lots, let's catch up, let's hook up, that sort of thing. And this girl said that they had sex 
Um, it was her first time. She was 17, only just 17, I'm pretty sure. And apparently she was crying, clearly not enjoying it and wanted to stop. She was sobbing in pain the whole time. And rather than stopping, he apparently said, we need to break you in, which is just so disgusting. Um, and she was a small young girl. So she thought like, that's how it's supposed to be. And she couldn't, obviously couldn't leave because he was the authority figure. And like, it's just so messed up trying to think of a young girl being in that situation because when someone is older than you and showing attraction in you, like you feel special, especially when it's someone who's a celebrity or someone you idolize because they're, they're famous and they're cool, like that sort of thing. And when they start to start to show interest in you, like, of course you're young, you're naive, you think that you know what's going on, but you don't, like you're not an adult, you have no clue what's actually going on in the world. So if a guy says, oh no, this is how it's supposed to be. We just need to break you in and you're crying. Like you don't know what to do. You're not going to say no. Like who knows what could happen if you say no. So yeah, this is a small young girl, um, went through this and she thought that that's how it's supposed to be. And apparently he also asked her for nudes and to have a threesome with her friend, that sort of thing, which is so messed up. And she said that she had to go to therapy to recover from that because, that would really fuck you up into your older years. Like you're so fucking young. Um, sorry, rain in the language, Eilish. <laughs> but yeah, so other messages, I mean, other screenshots of his messages while he was still in his twenties, early twenties again, messaging like young, young teenage girls, like 16 again, 15, really creepy stuff. Um, and like getting them to message him on his private Snapchat, like talking about, um, like hooking up, like all this weird stuff. And it's just, it's so, so creepy. And honestly, I will never be able to look at him the same. And I just think it's so important to believe victims in these situations because I could only imagine how hard it would be to speak up about a traumatic experience, but also in a time with social media where people will say you're lying or you're clout chasing or something ridiculous like that. But how messed up would you have to be to lie? about something like that. Like there's such a minority of people who do lie about situations like this, but some people just seem to grasp onto that, um, for every single situation and continuously bring it up. But please have your first instinct be to believe victims because imagine you going against someone who was famous with like millions of little fangirl followers who will come for your throat. If you speak anything badly against this person, like that's such a, a toxic part of celebrity culture, that I also wanted to address is you can't actually hold people accountable most of the time because then they kind of, especially as a celebrity, like they'll lash out against you. And if they do that, or if they tweet back to you or something, they have their like army of minions will come and basically tear you down when you're not doing anything wrong. So that's another kind of abusive power dynamic that can happen there. But I feel like Ansel's response to this situation was really disappointing as well. Like, he framed this girl as the crazy ex-girlfriend um, who's just kind of like they had a bad breakup for that sort of thing. Um, that's how he framed it rather than addressing the actual sexual assault allegations. Um, yeah, I don't know. He said 
Oh, this is some of his statement. He said, what's true is that in New York in 2014, when I was 20, Gabby and I had a brief legal and entirely consensual relationship. Unfortunately, I did not handle the breakup well. I stopped responding to her, which is an immature and cruel thing to do to someone. And he really didn't address the assault allegations at all, except to say that I would never assault anyone. Like, cool, mate, you're still not like acknowledging what this girl has actually said. You're just kind of painting her as the crazy ex. But also like if you're 20 and this chick is 16 or only just 17, like that's still so fucked up. Hello, Ansel, what is going on? So he basically confirmed that she's not lying in the sense that they had a relationship, which means his stance can back off. But also, I'm sorry, I'm just going in circles here, but I cannot wrap my head around a young girl, like being attracted to a young girl when you're in your early 20s. Like, come on. I can't. I can't. I can't deal. But I feel like situations like this and also Justin Bieber, who's had assault allegations come out against him recently, I'm not entirely across that situation, but these situations, they can just turn so sour so quickly for the victims because, as I said before, celebrities facing allegations have an army of fans they can use to take down the victim. It's the victim facing the trauma, yet it is the army of fans who will accept the apology. And I feel like that's not right. It's the same in cases of racism. Like it's the all of the, the little white fans in the comments being like, that's okay. Like we accept your apology. You're not a racist yet. The thing that they did like doesn't affect them at all in the slightest. And it's like, "Mm, I don't think you have the authority to accept that apology, but okay. I guess the crux of today's issue is just to please believe victims before you dismiss them because you like an actor or something. Because it's so important to cultivate a space where people feel comfortable to talk about the bad things that happen to them. And one person lying doesn't disregard all the others who are actually telling the truth. Like it's such a small, small minority of people who will make up lies. Another thing I guess to talk on, to talk about that I said before I could talk a whole episode on basically is cancel culture itself. Um, the YouTuber Shane Dawson, who I'm pretty sure everyone knows, is under fire at the moment um, for his past actions, past jokes he's made about pedophilia and sexualizing underage girls um, such as Willow Smith. The Smith family have come and spoken out against that, which is a bit spicy. Um, but yeah, as well as doing like blackface and being anti-Semitic and a whole bunch of things, I guess. And he came out and apologized and kind of blamed it on his own childhood trauma and him having uh, depression and anxiety from that for the way he's acted, um, which is a real interesting response because I feel like it doesn't really excuse those actions. Well, I feel like cancel culture can be dangerous because obviously people should be allowed to grow from mistakes such as doing something dumb when you're 14. But I'm talking about like silly mistakes here because you can kind of educate yourself and grow and like you need to be able to have space to be able to do that. But once you reach a certain age, you really should know better. And being someone with a big platform, means whether you like it or not, you have people looking up to you and you really should act accordingly. As an adult, you can mess up, but if you're like publicly racist or making disgusting jokes, like don't be surprised when you get held accountable. And basically, um, I saw Jaden Smith tweeted along the line saying, we need to be supporting creators and influencers who support us and our morals. 
And I couldn't agree more with that. Celebrity culture in general can become so dangerous when you become, I guess, brainwashed by these people who you don't actually know personally. Like we don't know anything about these celebrities aside from um, personal interactions with them every now and then or the how they are online, that sort of thing. So continue to be your own person, I guess, and hold those in power to account. And also unfollow gross celebrities who target young girls. Please do not continue to support them. Even if they didn't like assault anyone, like if they're messaging girls who are like 15 and they're in their 20s, like that's so disgusting and that is predatory behavior and they are grooming those girls and hello, it's not okay. (laughs) It is not okay. Young girls are so easily impressionable and It's just disgusting to take advantage of someone who is young and naive and adores you as a fan because you know that they adore you and you hold the power in that situation, no matter who that person in power may be. Like 16, 17, basically until you're 18, you're still a child. Please don't go near teens in your 20s. Like that is so gross. If you're in your 20s, stick to women your own age, please. But yeah, I should probably end the episode here before I rant and ramble forever. But I guess maybe go on, read about what's going on yourself, make an educated decision for yourself. But um, again, I feel like I say this in a lot of episodes now, please hold those in power to account and um, don't just naively believe everything they say just because they say, oh, I didn't assault someone or, oh, that wasn't me or, oh, I'm a nice person. Like we don't know anything about these people. And I guess it is just really important to believe victims and try and see all the sides of what's going on in these situations. So I guess cultivate your Instagram feed and your social space with celebrities who support your morals and who um, are in line with what you believe in, that sort of thing, because then at least you know you're supporting good people. So thanks for tuning in, guys, and listening to this huge ramble. Um, I'll be back in your ears next week, hopefully with a bit more of a positive topic. But I guess I just want this to be a space where I tackle everything, like the hard, harder stories kind of like this, um, but also the fluffy and the deep and meaningful, everything and anything goes here, and that's what I want this to be a space for. I also really want to start um, – featuring guests on this podcast so hopefully that's something that I can can tee up soon with some interesting people because I'd love to get some different perspectives aside from my own on here because I'm sure a lot of people are sick of hearing just my voice rattling on for 25 minutes or so a week but yeah thanks guys I'll talk to you again next week see ya have a good week